Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 5, The Triangle. Woo! I'm so excited. This is one of my favorite episodes. Me too. If I had to describe this episode without telling you what it's about, I would say it's my go-to episode. Like, if I'm going to sleep to the Golden Girls, this is the first one I go to. It's so good. Just, it's so good. I know. I think this is, well... Maybe besides the pilot, this is like the first episode where it focuses pretty much on more than one girl, you know? So it's a good episode where they actually interact with each other and have like big challenges with each other. So it's kind of a big deal. I am so, I think this is, I think this is the first man who they quarrel over. Mm. Not the last though. Nope, certainly not. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into adult education. The description of this episode is, Blanche is unsure what to do after Dorothy's new boyfriend makes a pass at her. Oh no. So the guest star, who ends up being the boyfriend, is Mm -hmm. Dr. Elliot Clayton. It was played by Peter Hansen. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you some fun facts about him later once we meet him. I can't wait. Yep. Um. So this episode was aired on October 5th, 1985. Do you want to tell us what was going on on October 5th, 1985, Jenna? Yeah, some really fun things were happening. Um, the first Blockbuster video store opened in Dallas, Texas on this day. No way! Yes. Aw, we have so many memories going to Blockbuster. I loved Blockbuster. Like, okay, so Blockbuster was big for us because our dad would take us every Friday. Mm. Um, our mom worked weekends. She was a nurse. She still is a nurse. And she would work weekends. And so our dad would be alone with us on the weekends. And he had to take care of two crazy <laughs> girls. And so one tradition that we had on Fridays was going to Blockbuster and either it was we had to figure out what kind of time we were going to have because were we yeah. be able to pick out one movie that we Maybe had to agree two? on or mm. could we each pick out a movie. That would be the struggle having to agree on one. I mean, we had the same taste, but you know, it's hard um, when you're a kid. Yeah. So those were the times. Probably not as much, but. Yeah. Anyway, so Blockbuster <laughs> first opened. Awesome. And here are the top couple songs of the, not the day, but just that time period, that mm-hmm. week, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Take On Me, which I love that Yes. Song. Take on me. Take on me. So good. <laughs> so good. And then. That's a good um, one. That's the first song that I've known and loved. I know, right? So after Take On Me, we have Whitney Houston, Saving All My Love For You. Also another Aww. great hit. Love that one. And Whitney I love her. Houston. You can never go wrong with Whitney Houston. Nope. Never. And then Stevie Wonder, Part-Time Lover. Ooh, juicy. Never heard of that one. You would you would know it if you heard it, I think. Okay. Maybe I'll give it and a listen. And then what is interesting is the Miami Vice theme song was not trending because that's the word we use now, but... <laughs> It was hashtag songs. Yeah, it was one of the top songs of the week. Cool. Well, that's funny because the show they make a lot of references to Miami they do. Vice. They yeah, do. I mean, Love why them. wouldn't you? It's in Miami. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till <laughs> Miami is nice. <laughs> I'll say it twice. <laughs> oh yay! That's a good picture of what's going on then. Yeah. All right, so let's get into On Golden Girls, where we're going to talk about the episode. Yes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right, this episode starts out with a great Sophia joke. (laughs) Sophia is sneaking out of the house 
because oh she gosh. wants to go to her friend Mildred's house her. to watch the adult movie channel. Yes, and her little trot going <laughs> to the store trying to sneak out cracks me up every single time. So it's cute. Like, I love it. <laughs> I know. She's doing a little trot. Oh, my gosh. And they specifically watch it over there because she has a widescreen TV. Yeah, I didn't know widescreen TVs were even around then. I had, like, a vivid memory of, like, remember how DVDs you could used to, like, pick between? Yes. Full screen. Mm-hmm. I had full screen because I hated that black line that was yeah. like above and below. But, like, people are supposed to pick widescreen because you can see more. But I'm like, ew. I didn't know that. Lines don't like those. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that you could see more. Yeah. I was like, whatever, let's fill the whole thing up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. She has a widescreen TV. <laughs> but maybe her only motivation isn't just to watch adult movies with her friends. She's also trying to avoid a doctor's appointment. Yeah, she is. So they're going to get a house call from a doctor named Dr. Clayton because mm-hmm. Sophia's doctor is dead. And apparently Sophia's been having all kinds of health issues, which we've never really heard about, but th- she had a lot of symptoms going on. Yeah, it doesn't really, she doesn't really act sick mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of weird, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> Dorothy said, you have no color. And she says, I'm an old white woman. I'm not supposed to have color. You want color? Talk to Lena Horn." Yeah, and I actually did some research on Lena Horne. Ooh. Yeah, and she was an African-American dancer and actress. She was a Grammy-winning singer and a civil rights activist. So, yeah. Busy, busy woman. I know, that's great. um, Yeah, she started at the age of 16 singing in a cotton club Mm -hmm. and became a nightclub performer before moving to Hot. Hollywood, and I had to look up what a cotton club was. Yeah. Because um, I never heard that word before, those words before. And it's just a nightclub, a New York City nightclub from 1923 to 1940. Okay. Yeah. Got it. it. was, like, around the Jim Crow and racial segregation era. Yeah. 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 Man, I kind of really like that they had a, a reference to a civil rights activist, like... We don't know all the people. We don't know most of the people that they reference most of the time. So it's good to know that they're not all just pop culture. Yeah. That's cool. Good to know. Okay. Well, um, Blanche comes home and says that there was a dress sale at the mall. And she just digs at the girls and said she would have called them. But all they had left were petites. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. Blanche (laughs) and her little petite moment. I love how she says the word. About how they always describe Blanche as they always describe her as fat. But no. she's not fat. She's and really not fat. Mm-mm. That's always gotten on my nerves because she's not. <laughs> no, I mean, none of them are. But also, I mean, I think they get into specifics like later in the show. But I mean, their their frame of reference for fat just is not correct. No. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's just it I think it's a thing of the times. I think I think perceptions of weight were so different back then. Yeah. And also it's TV. Everybody's skinny on TV. Well, everybody was skinny on TV back then. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think that would live today. I don't no, think that absolutely not. Absolutely not. Today. <laughs> no. Ugh. Well, they get to talking about how Sophia has to go to the doctor and they get into a whole big discussion about how <laughs> They doctors don't really do house calls anymore, mm-hmm. and Rose gets into, oh well, our doctor always did house calls, and oh, so did gosh. the, and he was also a vet, and this worked out until a couple brothers were neutered. <laughs> so Ugh. she's not quite at the back in Saint Olaf phase, but we're definitely definitely um, getting there. Yeah, we're getting some uh, odd vibes. Yeah, for oh, sure. <laughs> well, Doctor Clayton arrives. <laughs> Mm. And boy, he is a dreamboat, apparently. I think he's very handsome. I 
once again, I'm struggling with finding him attractive and understanding what attractive means. But (laughs) I thought, I I know, yeah, I just don't, I didn't really get the vibe. I don't really know how to tell, but um, go, okay. I was to understand whether or not he was attractive or not. I looked up a younger picture of him and take a look. Oh, yeah, he looks familiar. Well, he's in this show. Well, I know that. <laughs> Young him, like that Ooh. photo of him looks familiar. Yeah, he. So I did some research into his background. He did mm. a lot of stuff. Like he was in a ton of movies, a ton of like he was on TV. He's been acting since the 1950s. He was on General Hospital, oh, um, and um, he was also a news anchor in Los Angeles, which was pretty cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he did. He really did a lot of different things in his lifetime interesting go sir well what were your first impressions of Elliot well I liked him I thought he was funny I thought he you know kept up with Sophia's jokes very well Mm -hmm. she Uh, made a lot of fun of him she did she did um and yeah my first impressions were okay this cool guy well, I was thinking maybe Sophia making so much fun of him was like her motherly intuition. Like maybe she didn't like him so much and she's maybe. making fun of him. I mean, she does make fun of people she likes slash loves, but maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. <laughs> well, Blanche isn't in the room at the time and Dorothy kind Gosh. of has her moment where she just makes moves on Dr. Clayton. She does. She claims him. She pees on that bush. She does. I mean, and it works. He's into it. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> she talks about how, you know, are you new to the area? Oh, Mrs. Clayton. Uh, but, you know, he tells her that there is no Mrs. Clayton. Um, and <laughs> and mm-hmm. so she basically, you I know, mean, says. Could you have been more obvious? I know, but I think, I don't know, I don't know, it worked out. (laughs) Sometimes you gotta be obvious. And he's into it. He's like, yeah, maybe you uh, could show me around the town. And Rose almost offers, she tries to join, like, I'd like to go too. And Dorothy just (laughs) cuts it off. And Rose says, except I have to wash my hair every day. Every day. For, for the, the rest, rest of my life. <laughs> it's very oily. Yes. Poor Rose. <laughs> I know. Do you think Rose wants to um wants to go out with him? Or do you think she's just trying to tag along? I think she's just oblivious and doesn't realize that Dorothy's hitting on him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Poor Rose. <laughs> and then comes the most iconic line to us. Yes, I mean, our father still quotes this. Yeah, and it's not even a significant line. It's not even a joke. It's not a joke. It's just something. Do you want to say it? Should we say it together? Okay, ready? One, two, three. We'll go to Jack Crab's Crab's house. house. It's It's wonderful. wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) I love that one. I know. Our, Our dad has looked up to see if there's a real Jack's Crab house. I don't think, I think there was something very, very close, maybe like a word away, but we'll go to Jack's Crab House. We it's need wonderful. to get him a Jack's Crab House. Oh, he's probably listening to this. Yeah. Father, plug your ears. We should, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah. We should, <laughs> I'm winking, I'm winking right now. That would, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, Dorothy, I mean, her technique worked. She's, can, she's um confirmed a date with him. You're going it's to happening. Jack's Crab House. They're going to Jack's Crab House. It is wonderful. <laughs> but Dorothy, I'm sorry, Blanche walks in mm-hmm. and delivers a pretty good Blanche pickup line. Yes. I'm Blanche Devereaux. That's French for Blanche Devereaux. <laughs> That's an easy one to remember. So I always remember that one and associate it with Blanche, but so good iconic so good but dorothy kind of nips that in the bud and and just isn't having it and blanche i mean yeah blanche is pretty respectful of that i I think think. so too i was actually pretty impressed with how she was like okay fine i'll back off but yeah yeah. that won't be the end of that though no it will not yeah Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) i like how blanche says but he's woman i'm a man oh sorry (laughs) i wrote that down from 
He's a man, I'm a woman. <sighs> and Dorothy says, who am I, little Richard? <laughs> I feel like I've written down so many quotes for this episode. Right, same. But there's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. This is really good. I don't know. Mm. Well, one more note about this scene. Dr. Clayton, Ugh. as a doctor, I did not think he was a great doctor. I mean, he made a good impression pretty much, but when you really think about it, he pretty much came in, listened to her on the stethoscope, and asked her slash Dorothy a couple questions, and after that brief examination during which he's being asked out and flirting, he decides that um, Dr. Clayton doesn't know what her problem is, basically just tells her to keep taking her medicine because sometimes she doesn't take it regularly. And he basically just says, oh, well, you should take your medicine regularly. And that's it. And he just kind of leans into Dorothy and is like, oh, she's fine. I never even realized that. I kind of forget that he's a doctor afterward. I know. We put so much trust into them. Oh, my gosh. He really just, I don't know. I mean, luckily, there's nothing wrong with Sophia right now. But then I have to mention his cringy wink after (laughs) he he tells Blanche, or he tells Dorothy to call him Elliot and then he waves it's so awful not a fan no 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 I'm not a big winking fan no me either and you know what he is kind of a subtle wink which is cool not not that one I never noticed it like watching the show I never noticed it and later in the episode when Dorothy says like he's a very big winker I was like we haven't seen that but we we i know you do but it took me a long time to actually notice yeah i don't know yeah anytime anybody winks it makes me feel like especially especially men sorry (laughs) when i wink i have to like hold my mouth open and do a dramatic like lean into it so people know i'm being like funny just can't see me right now but being super dramatic about it like (laughs) i don't know yeah (laughs) well Dorothy closes the door after he leaves and goes, Oh, thank you for being a kind and generous god. <laughs> so so I know, I love it. All right. Well, fast forward to Dorothy getting ready for the date. And here comes outfit number one. Oh my gosh. That outfit is so 80s. Like, it, it is. when I think of 80s, like, this is the... This is the vibe that I I go for. I know. This was pants and a very, very bright button-up top, right? Yes, and like it was like block, block yes. shapes. Blanche isn't very approving of it. Sends her back to try and find another one. Yep. I mean, at this point, they've been on a few dates. This is like another date. Mm-hmm. So he's already seen her, you know, in different clothes. But um Basically, Blanche is like, it doesn't matter what you wear anymore. He, he don't have to impress him. He already likes you. <laughs> so um, Dorothy goes back to change and ooh, Elliot shows up. Yep. And, and he's waiting for Dorothy to get ready and Blanche offers to make him a drink. Which was and- very nice of her. She ends up making the slow gin fizz, and I actually look up the recipe. Oh, you go. I don't know what that is, except there's probably gin in it. Maybe some carbonation. Either. It's called, it's slow gin. It's S-L-O-E, and it's a type of gin. Oh. And then it's lemon juice, simple syrup, and a cocktail shaker. And then you put it on ice. Or you put the ice in the shaker and shake it until it's chilled. And then you strain it. And then you stir in some club soda. Oh, okay. I was like, where's the fizz? So <laughs> it's pretty simple. It's that a pretty simple a, drink. I don't okay. like gin, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like rubbing alcohol. Yeah, I'm not a huge gin person either. No. Well, that's what Elliot wants. Yes. And the way he hits on her is so weird. Like, he, he said something... Um, smooth with, with a little kick to it. Oh yeah, yeah. And he's not talking about the drink; he's talking about the bartender. And it felt very like non-consensual, no. creepy because Blanche is just not having it. She's pretty no. taken aback. Like it felt very, very uncomfortable. And I'm glad yeah. it did, but it felt uncomfortable to watch. 
and I typed ew Elliot is gross <laughs> I know right he is gross like mm, I don't know he says the only part of it that's funny is he says you're an attractive you're a very attractive woman Blanche and she says I, I know, know. <laughs> <laughs> but I love My... how oh sorry go ahead I loved how Blanche whacks him. Yes. She gives him a little punch. Yes. I love it. Me too. And then she says, you, sir, are no gentleman. Yes. (laughs) And And that's so insulting for Blanche. Yes. Coming from her, that's definitely a Gone with the Wind reference. Yes. And she means it. You're so right. She probably takes Gone with the Wind very, very seriously. Oh, yeah. She mentions that book, like... I mean, she mentions that all the time. You know, series. I wrote this down, but I'll say part of it now. There's at least two references of Gone with the Wind in this episode. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I'll tell you the other one. Um, Dorothy says, keep your bloomers on, Scarlet. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a couple Gone with the Wind references. Well, um, so the, the date ensues. Mm-hmm. Blanche just doesn't know what to say. She doesn't know what to do. But Rose, before they even have a conversation, right when Dorothy leaves, Rose Rose just can't put her finger on it, but she does not like Elliot. Yes, and this is just like in um the very the pilot where she could mm-hmm. not put her finger on why she didn't mm-hmm. like Harry. Yep. Girl. Yep. Blanche ends up telling Rose what happened and Rose is insisting that she tell Dorothy like what's going on mm-hmm. and Ro- or Blanche is like no like I'm not saying anything that'll ruin everything and she goes into this big story about mm. Bo and Anne Boleyn and I don't even know <laughs> it was Anderbo Anderbo yeah. Johnson yes yeah and her I think nameless boyfriend and her bow yes yeah and her bow <laughs> and yeah. I lost and a bow and her bow yes very very blanche story oh yeah um but, but it was sad yeah would you tell your friend what happened if that happened between you and a friend would you tell them I go back and forth on this right. like I, I I literally wrote the same question we are so on the same page yes. um I I don't know. I honestly don't know. I feel like I would have... Like it depends on the situation. Yeah. I and mean, how close you are as a friend. Yeah, but I feel like no matter what... I mean, I'm kind of thinking in the same way as Rose where she says, she could marry that man. Mm. And I mean, what if the relationship went further and further and you just knew like it was built on yeah. that foundation of, of that... I feel like we need to have, like, this needs to be a girl code moment where you, like, even if it hurts them, you need to tell them. Yeah, I feel like you should tell them. But knowing... As women, we should just have that girl code and just be like, okay. Yeah. I'll listen. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, it is the right thing to... It's. I mean, it. I think it's the right thing to do. It just freaking sucks. I totally understand Blanche's point. Like, For sure. I know. I mean, Blanche, I mean, you can understand why she wouldn't want to tell. I mean, especially because she's, you know, she dates a lot of men, so she doesn't want to come off as a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not her fault. (laughs) No, it's not. It's not. And that's the whole thing about this is Elliot is a skis ball. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just another th- it's just another example of men doing things and making women turn on each other. Yep. This is a good, like you said, girl code moment where you should just stick together. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I can't well it's just interesting because Rose is pretty like Rose is pretty insisted that she should tell her like she has a, an opinion and she it doesn't take her long to to yeah. tell her <laughs> she's like no just tell her and she's- i wonder if the experience blanche had earlier with that is the reason why she doesn't want to tell dorothy probably is but i mean if you think about it the way dorothy ends up reacting mm-hmm. she had a right to yeah know, guard up for sure but before well, we get into that, yeah. we need to talk about Mailing's story. I know. I hope we were not going to skip that. You cannot skip that. Cause oh, my God. That story, that's probably <laughs> one of my favorite St. Olaf stories. Just, 
Or I guess scenarios that Rose comes up. Yeah, with. that's not even a state. But you never know; it could be based on something insane. Oh my all of gosh, it's they could adopt a child. <laughs> and then, I mean, we'll get into this later. But she brings it up again, and it's just so full circle. And it's it's one of my favorite jokes that was written for this whole series. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> well, it's funny because yeah. they they reference it like a little bit later, and it's really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yes. just this whole idea of Dorothy, like, marrying Elliot and adopt. They could have a child. Pause. They could adopt a child. I know. <laughs> and this poor child not know this, their whole life being built on this lie. And Elliot, as she said, has bonged every woman in the country club. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> too good i know it's so good and then well we'll get to the reference back to it later but i love it i mean (laughs) rose's mind i would love to get into rose's mind right it sounds like a a weird but happy place yes well dorothy comes home and blanche does it she tells her she Mm -hmm. said elliot made elliot made She's just so nervous. And then Dorothy goes, Elliot made what? What? A ship in a bottle? What? Oh, Dorothy. And she says, you know, Elliot made a pass at me. And Dorothy can't really wrap her mind around it. She says, Elliot made a pass at you? And I just want to say, I'm just going to be honest here. I This is the where I learned the phrase made a pass at somebody. Yes, yeah, same. Never heard of it before. Same. I don't think people say that much now. No. No. They don't at the middle school anyway. (laughs) Oh my gosh. He made a pass at me. But get ready for some slut shaming. (gasps) This scene literally makes me detest Dorothy. I know. See, we usually love her, but this is a moment where you just want to shake her. I mean, she rips Blanche a new one, and mm. Blanche does not deserve it. Like, my whole thing is, why why wouldn't she believe Blanche? Like, Blanche I know. doesn't have... If, if Blanche is who she, Dorothy's saying she is a whore and this and that, like, Blanche wouldn't have told her and would have just had an affair with him. I know. But because she's a good friend, she told her, like... Why doesn't and maybe Dorothy's just in denial because she thinks Elliot's such a great guy and she wants I'm it to sure. work out. But yeah. I mean, she is horrible to plan. I know, and it's almost surprising because, I mean, of what happened with her and Stan, like she, you would think she would believe, like she, you think she would believe it more easily after what she had been. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe she'd be in denial because of it. But I mean, you'd think she'd be less trusting of men. Yeah. And even even if Blanche like if if Blanche did initiate it and everything, why is she still on Elliot's side? Like I right. mean, like if Elliot went along with it, like why would she still want to be with him? Like what does she actually think happened? Did she think Blanche is making it up or right. what? I don't I, know, but yeah. It's so gross. She said, "You could never be a real friend to another woman because you're a slut." Ugh. And what she said, you could tell, at least to me, this is what I thought. I thought she had been holding on to those words for a long time. I agree with that for sure. And she had just been waiting for the opportunity to tell Blanche yeah. what a terrible person she was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I just have to say it. The amount of people you have been with has no correlation to a good person or a bad person no relation it's just so gross how dorothy speaks to her yes and like if i was in dorothy's shoes i would have 100 percent believed blanche just because Mm -hmm. of what i said earlier with if blanche could have she like if she was really that bad of a person she would have just had an affair Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean I don't see Dorothy. I don't see Blanche being nervous to tell Dorothy. You could tell how nervous Blanche was. Why would she be so nervous if she felt like, like if she did something confidently, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It's just really disappointing to see that from Dorothy. I mean, we have to have conflict because it's an episode of the Golden Girls, but it's just really upsetting. Yeah. And then Blanche goes, I'm glad little Mayling's party was ruined. (laughs) 
And then Dorothy goes, Mayling, what what are you talking about? And then she goes, Ask the towel lady. <laughs> like the cut So is that a reference to like the country club, like ask the towel lady at the country club? Yes. Okay, yes. just making sure. Yes. <laughs> just making sure. I love it. Ugh. I just love callbacks to other jokes. Yes. Man. That ugh. just makes it so much better. Like, the writing in the show is ridiculous. Yeah. Just making sure we still know that it's a comedy. Yeah, for sure. Oh, my gosh. Well, we move on, and Blanche is mad at Rose because Rose mm-hmm. told her to tell Dorothy and just this house is very tense and <laughs> and remember how in episode two we were talking about how important it was to them that Dennis was a doctor mm-hmm. well in this like in this scene right here um, Sophia says my daughter is finally dating a doctor and he turns out to be a scuzz bucket uh-huh. yep. once again Holding those doctors up to a high pedestal. Yeah. Um, but what you gonna do? I don't know. Rose is just trying to mediate between yeah. um, Blanche and Dorothy and it's just not going well. And I love one of the... Um, I, fr- I don't even remember what joke it was that Dorothy said or what insult she had, but Blanche goes, must you attack everything southern? <laughs> I love it. Must so do attack everything southern. Oh, so good. I know, but these are some just good lines of them just being totally angry at each other. Yeah. And, um, oh, oh my gosh. So Elliot rings and Rose, oh, Rose gets to be pretty forceful. She's not really trying to mediate anymore. She pretty much just says, Dorothy, you need to ask Elliot, like, mm-hmm. and you need to confront him with Blanche's accusation. Like, you need to confront him see what he says and i don't know why but dorothy's like no absolutely not but then two seconds later she does yeah that's kind of weird and she goes look at him he's blinking he's lying and twitching and blinking (laughs) yeah elliot denies the accusation and he is lying i don't know if he was twitching he was probably blinking um, <laughs> I think he was, like, winking, doing that winky thing. Probably. <laughs> After she says he's, um, uh, Blanche says he's lying, twitching and blinking, Rose goes, he is blinking, Dorothy. Is blinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, of course, Dorothy believes Elliot. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's so Gross. annoying to me how, ooh, it's just so annoying. I, I'm so annoyed. Blanche feels betrayed. She decides to kick Dorothy out. Yeah. And do you think she was justified in kicking her out? Um I I mean I feel like her anger is justified. I feel like if the situation had continued for longer, I don't know if Dorothy actually would have moved out, but I think her threatening it, I think that's justified. I mean, I don't know if it would have been okay if they actually ended up moving out. They could have just been regular roommates, but I don't yeah. know. What do you think? I honestly think she was justified. I think Dorothy was awful to Blanche. And, I mean, I wouldn't want somebody that treated me like that living in my house. I know. I mean, I wouldn't either. It'd be too uncomfortable. And yeah. I, I, after all the things that Dorothy said, I don't know why she'd want to live there either. Yeah. She's not too shocked. She's like, okay, bye, fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave when I find a place. Yeah. What I wondered is if she had moved out, would she have taken Sophia with her? Probably. Yeah, I would think so. Um, but we go to the next scene, and it's this is okay. I said this when we were watching it. This is the first I couldn't sleep scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, at least where they mention, oh, I couldn't sleep, and they're you know, Rose is eating milk and cookies, milk and Oreos, and. Rose goes to Sophia, oh, you couldn't sleep either. And Sophia goes, I just wanted to show off my pajamas. <laughs> oh, the sarcasm. Mm. The sarcasm is everything. Well, earlier in the episode, so Rose was pretty, you know, quick to say, you should tell Dorothy, right? Well, Sophia is pretty quick to tell Rose, oh, you need to stay out of it. Like, it's not mm-hmm. like, it's just interesting how these people, oh, I feel like I'm really indecisive and a little too thoughtful when it comes to that stuff. I don't make a decision like quickly. Yeah. They all make decisions so quickly. 
Well, they have to. There's only 23 minutes an episode. You're right. (laughs) I wish life could wrap up all of our problems in 23 minutes. Right. With commercial breaks. Yes. (laughs) Potty breaks. I know. (laughs) Well, Sophia tells her first Sicily story. Yes. Her first picture it story. Mm -hmm. But did you notice picture it was not the first thing she said? Yes. So weird. She said Sicily 1912. Picture it. So weird. I know, but she said it. Those were the words. Those were the magic words. Yeah, she talks about her and her deal with Mama Celeste, and I looked up Mama Celeste. Okay, so Mama Celeste is a brand of frozen pizza owned by Pinnacle Foods. It was referred to by its informal name, Mama Celeste, and it was named after Celeste Lizio. Um, and she came to the United States from Italy with her husband in the 1920s. And they're from Italy, obviously. Okay, yeah. It was just a very similar story that Sophia tells. Um, except it was a little bit, well, 1912, 1920s. I mean, that's not too far away. Their timeline's not that off. Um, but it was just a similar story to what's going on with the girls. Sophia and Mama Celeste fought over the same man. Two yep. girls, one man. Yeah. Uh, well... <laughs> The scene ends when Rose leaves. Sophia goes to the fridge and does like a gesture into it and goes, Abadanza! And, like, um, and walks out. And I looked that up. It means plenty in Italian. So she was, it, she was pretty much like blessing the fridge. I don't really know. Man, <laughs> she could have made a fortune if she had yeah. stuck with Mama Celeste. Yeah. Maybe she's just trying to get plenty of money. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. To me, it seemed like they had, like, a Mama Celeste pizza in there. In in the freezer. And that's why. Okay. I I never really honestly thought about it. That's kind of what I... What I always thought. LOL. Well, that's kind of what it seems like. But once I looked up that it meant plenty, I was like, maybe she's... Maybe it's not what you think. Maybe that's just, like, a... Italian phrase that doesn't translate. Oh, yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe there's like context to it. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well. Oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite scenes. Yes! <laughs> so, Elliot arrives once again for a date with Dorothy. Dorothy going golfing. Yeah, Dorothy's got to grab Rose's golf gloves. Rose is pretty hesitant because she doesn't want Dorothy to go. Rose, I love how Rose believes Blanche, mm-hmm. you know. But <laughs> she finally didn't even question it. That's the thing. Like no. Rose believes her right away. That's why I, I mean, yes. Why? I know why. I mean, what would her motivation be? Yeah. Ugh. But can we pause for a moment? I know what you're going to say. Elliot's pants. Oh. <laughs> That's an Easter egg right there. They are horrible. Just so, so bad. Gaudy plaid, like what? Bright color, like purple, yellow, green plaid. So oh, gross. Awful. So bad. But also, it us as the viewer, we're not taking Elliot too seriously because of the pants. We just laugh at him. Maybe that's another reason why I don't totally find him attractive. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. Um, well, <laughs> Rose ends up getting Dorothy to leave because she says, you can have my gloves. They're in my drawer under my clarinet. <laughs> I love how she says it. And Rose channels her, her um, time on the, or Betty White channels her time on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Yes. Um, I looked up a little bit into Mary Tyler Moore's show. Our Mima, she told me about um, Mary Tyler Moore a lot. She always said I should watch it. Um, but <laughs> have you watched? It? No, I never have. We should. Kind of. Yeah, that would be a fun thing to do. Um, well, she plays someone named Sue Ann Nivens, who is also Superman obsessed. And so Rose kind of channels that and. Have you ever, I'm sure you have, you know, when Rose is trying to seduce somebody, she kind of does this like bounce thing with her hip. Oh gosh, yes. <laughs> She's like bending her knee and just. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny because it's Rose and Rose is so innocent. Yes. Has anybody ever told you you look like Jerry Vale? 
Oh my gosh. He's the only man in the world who can make the hair on my arms stand, stand up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because she's channeling that character, but also she's still Rose. Like, she's yep. being seductive, but she's also being a little weirdo. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's so amazing about Betty White. I know. I love like, it. She's so true to character. Mm-hmm. Want to see some Polaroids of me in my tennis skirt? <laughs> Gosh. I love it. But, I don't... Okay. Why doesn't Elliot go for it? A... Because um, he was almost caught with Blanche. B, mm. because Rose isn't his type, like the like he actually says. That's what he says to her. Or C, mm. some other reason. What do you think? I almost think it's A. I feel like he knew, he might know Rose is trying him oh. or something. Like he's onto it? Yeah. Mm. like, I mean, obviously he knows he hit on Ro- Blanche and then... Blanche talk to Rose. Oh my so goodness. Maybe he's on to her. Maybe. I mean, I, I kind of get that vibe too. If he's not on to her, he at least knows he needs to be careful around Dorothy right. because they talk. Um, like he, she talks to Rose. I don't think I'd, I don't think they would make it so he thinks that Rose would be unattractive. I don't think it would be. No. I think that was just kind of a blow off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he, when he says, you're not my type, I wrote down the note, why doesn't he just say, I'm dating Dorothy? Yeah. That was annoying. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like, it's not that, but, um, Rose kind of thinks quick and says, well, Blanche was your type as Dorothy's walking in. Yeah. And he admits to it. He's like, well, whatever. He admits to it. And, um, Dorothy walks in and is like. You lied to me. And you just feel the betrayal. And ooh. I don't know. So pretty much, you know, it unfurls pretty fast. I take it we're not playing golf. Oh, we are not playing anything. And what bothers me is that he he says he's going to give her a couple of days to cool down. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, you're not all of that. You're gross. You're disgusting. I know. She doesn't want you that bad. Like, I know. Standards. There are other men in Miami. Yeah. Like, really? Ugh, made me bad. Makes me wonder, like, his past. Like, what he got away with. Yeah. A true scuzz bucket. Yep. We should have asked more questions about why there wasn't a Mrs. Clayton. Mm. I think he said they were no longer together. I I wonder why. I think we know by now. I think we can put two and two together. (laughs) Mm. Mm -mm -mm. (sighs) Well, Dorothy apologizes to Blanche, which I loved how quickly she went to apologize to Blanche. Oh, yeah. That's like one good thing Dorothy did this episode. She knows immediately like, oh, snap, I have to apologize to to, um, Blanche, which is pretty big of her yeah like i feel like i would really work myself up and like i mean i i think we've established neither like we wouldn't have said the things that dorothy said but if i was in that situation i would write a speech like i would do some list making (laughs) (laughs) i would have points to tell maybe bake her a cake or something yeah i mean really like what what a thing to come back from but she apologizes and you know, Blanche kind of makes her hash, give her the deets a little bit, give her some details, and I just, I mean, there's not too much to say about the apology. Yeah. It, well, she just kind of says, I apologize, and doesn't really, she doesn't really go any deeper. No. Blanche pretty much emphasizes that no one in her life has ever believed her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's, that's really sad. Um, yeah, sad. I know. Um, side note: While we're in this in this in the room, Blanche is squirting perfume on her on her face. That at, perfume bottle. I oh know. I love the sound that it makes. Just yes. it's so good. So good. Um. Well. Okay. Dorothy apologizes once again. Blanche, you know, tells her, "Well, I have to think about it." Dorothy understands. Walks away. And she goes, okay, I thought about it. I forgive you. That that ticks me off. <laughs> I know, me too. I would have... 
I mean, she could have held that over her head for a long time. She really could have. I mean, like, Timothy was horrible to her. No, no. I would never have forgiven her that easily. I mean, she goes from kicking her out of her home to forgiving her after two seconds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Crazy. The only... So, I could, I could see it, like, if they were sisters. Like, I'm not saying mm-hmm. you can say anything like that to me, but I feel like if you're... Re- <laughs> If you're related, like, you could forgive your sister or your sibling, like, pretty easily. Like, you know, you, you can be, yeah, you can be, like, fighting one second and move on the next. But, I mean, still, I, I don't really understand it either. Yeah. I don't know. But, woohoo. <laughs> I'm happy they're <laughs> friends again. I know. Um, so they have their big reunion again. Mm-hmm. Rose included, I'm sure. <laughs> It almost felt like one of those mo- the the moments we've grown to be familiar with where let's go out and celebrate. Let's get some ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Ice cream after that. I know. Well, Rose is happy and, and Sophia comes in and, oh, oh, Rose is happy. And she says it takes a big woman to forgive someone for calling her a slut. <laughs> Which is the most accurate thing Rose has ever said. For sure. <laughs> Um, Sophia brings in two pizzas, pizza A and pizza B, and has them sample each of them and say which one is better. One is hers and one is Mama Celeste's. And they all vote for A and she says, you can't pick men and you can't pick pizza. Oh my gosh. I cannot. Iconic. <laughs> what yeah. a good episode. episode it's so good like i can't i mean we just talked about the whole thing i don't know what it is about this episode like there's just something that always makes me want to watch it i think there's just such a good chemistry in this episode between the girls mm-hmm. and the writing is just so good the jokes are on point so many good jokes memorable jokes, jokes. that just go around full circle and mm-hmm. i mean the stories mailing story I mean, <laughs> it's just all so good i know um before i forget i have my blanche count for the episode yes. um just one okay i have um Anderbo's bow okay yeah so the total is eight that's her total of men that she's mentioned so far. So we have eight. I know, yeah. Wow, that's something. Okay, so do you want to share our ladies of the evening? Yep, I think you're first. Okay, so I am going to pick Rose. I love her. Um, Rose is a good mediator in the situation. She's pretty level-headed, but she's not condescending to anybody not Blanche not Dorothy you can tell that she knows what Dorothy did was wrong but she's never a jerk to Dorothy she doesn't um she's not um closed off to Dorothy after all the terrible things she says she really tries to build a bridge between the two friends and at the end of the day she's the one who got to expose Elliot for what he truly was she was a really good friend to Blanche and Dorothy but I loved it yeah she was yeah, really concerned was about that too. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, you. I chose Blanche. Yes. And just because I was very proud of her for sticking to her guns mm-hmm. and you know trying to be a good friend to Dorothy, even though it didn't go the way that she wanted it to, she still tried. And I think that said a lot for her because I don't think, like, if it was somebody else, I don't think she would have said anything. Mm-mm. I think she just would have, you know, yeah, let it go. But she really cares about Dorothy, and that's why she said something. And I I felt pretty bad for her about what Dorothy said. And um, I think she just really stood up for herself, and I think that's important to stand up for yourself. So that's why I chose mm-hmm. Blanche. Yeah. Great choices. Have either of us picked Sophia yet? No. I think it's because we haven't had a Sophia-centered episode yet. Yeah, true. And there's not been, like, a main plot with her even involved in it, really. 
Exactly. Like besides the wedding one. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Give her, time. Right. Give her time. All right. Well, I am going to rank this episode. I am going to give it a 9.5 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. It, it, I, so good. The only reason I couldn't give it a 10 out of 10 was just, I mean, how Dorothy spoke to Blanche. Like, it hurt. It hurts every time. It, I mean, this time especially hurt. I don't know why, but this time I watched it, I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. I don't know. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. I mean, ugh, I just, I'm a huge proponent, proponent of girls sticking up for girls and girls supporting girls yep. and women support women i know empowered women yeah support and empowered women, women. Yep. i mean it sorry empowered women empower women yes i mean i don't know but okay what do you what do you think of this one i think i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten because i love this episode 100 percent. it's not my favorite but I still absolutely love it. It's definitely one of the best we've seen so far. Definitely. This is probably my favorite. I mean, I gave it a 9.5. This is my favorite of all the ones we've seen so yeah. far. Oh, great. Oh, this was so much fun. This was a good one. Yes. Yeah, so all right. One. So our next episode, we're going to be talking about season one, episode six on Golden Girls. <sighs> this one yeah <laughs> every time i hear that title i'm i think I, the title does not make sense to what the no. episode is about at all no. no i never the good thing about this episode is that it helped us create the name of our segment on golden girls yeah. and that's about it <laughs> yeah like not looking forward to this one like this may be a step above transplant but maybe when we watch it again we'll find some uncovered things yeah maybe <laughs> maybe i mean yeah you're right it's it has been years since i've seen this one i think me too i always skip it i know i do too see i'm always i say that i go to sleep to the triangle i'm always asleep by the middle of it so i never watch on golden girls yeah mm. well let's not get too far into it no 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 this will be fun we'll save it for next time yep <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram, Shenanigans at Shady Pines. That's all one word. Until next time, thank, thank you, you for, for being, being a friend. friend.